Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Storybrook Podcast. This is episode four of season two, and this is our book club episode for chapter two of The Great Gatsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald. I think if I say episode one more time in here, then maybe we can hit a world record. Uh, my name is Graham. As always, I haven't changed it yet. And with me today, I have... Your other host, Lucius. Hi, I'm your other, other host, Katie. Your other, other, other host, Liv. Hi, I'm your other, 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 other host, Annie. Hi, I'm the other, 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 other host, Alich. <laughs> and I'm your other, 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 other host, Meg. Nice. <laughs> Always yeah. impressed when you manage that Absolutely one. seamless. <laughs> Graham said he hasn't changed his name yet. What would you change your name to, Graham? <laughs> I don't know. I f- my name is already like, it's not too boring. Mm, well, it's, 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 it's a standard name. Mm. Uh, it's a smart name. I don't know. I think you suit mm. the name, Graham. But I mean that in a very yeah. good way. I was going to say that could go either way. No, I mean it in We're a talking nice about way. there being good and bad Grahams mm. the other day, because as we oh, know, the, the, the elephant Graham in the room, mm. there is a bad Graham out mm. there. But there are several good ones too. Graham Norton is my oh, favourite. Oh yes, he's a very good uh, Graham. Yes, he is a good Graham. Yeah. We love him. Famous for, of course, uh, being drunk and presenting awards. Yeah. God, I can't mm. wait for your audition. Fantastic behaviour. Oh, yes. Well, I suppose there's no awards involved, really. He's just a guy who's there. Just commentating and having a good time. But he is yeah. drunk, and that's what's he's, important. He too <laughs> is an unreliable narrator. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of Sorry. no go on i was gonna say do you think graham norton looks up the rules for that year's eurovision drinking game and then on purpose does some of the stuff because i would if i was oh, him. yeah god i, I so that. would do that i would respect him immensely if that was the case no there was a drinking game that's really gonna change Did you the not? game no oh, it's so oh my god i might have to actually watch your score sheets for everybody Ooh, Ooh, like, i love rogue. you I put a rogue category on there, like flair or something. <laughs> mm, <each> nice. <laughs> is there is there a Great Gatsby drinking game? Because I think there should be. Oh, oh there most sure likely is. for the most likely for the film. Mm. There should be yeah. for the film. Someone Google it. Bonus quick. episode. I'm going to Google it and watch the film. Our bingo <laughs> yeah. for this podcast. Look, I need, is yet to I need a few together. episodes, okay? <laughs> yeah, we yeah, didn't make a bingo until about. We need to establish it authentically. Four of book club last time. Yeah, yeah. We've got to pick a vibe. Mm. We've my, only had one episode so far. My phrase has stayed the same, so <laughs> we have one. Score. You're, you're going to have great use for it this episode, right? Oh, oh no. yeah. yeah. Well. <laughs> So, thank you for the segue, Annie. That was perfect. What what happened this episode, guys? Nothing. What's the recap? A lot. A lot. So happened. much happened. I, I think a lot, a lot happened. happened. Yeah, yeah quite a lot about? happened. You know what? I've established can't... myself as hating this chapter. I genuinely Slander. I can't believe that the one thing standing in my way of reading the Great Gap to be this whole time is that the first chapter was just really boring. <laughs> I love the first oh, chapter. I love this chapter. This chapter was full of drama and intrigue. It's and so good. And puppies. The, the domestic violence. And, 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 a, and, a, great and a, a very some, neglected Some puppy. racial slurs. Uh, yeah, the racial slurs. Uh, were I must say, Myrtle is a little bit of a girl boss. And I, kind I of love Myrtle. That. She I, is. I like Myrtle in a kind of like, I think that she's been through a lot kind of way mm. like she wants to have some fun i, I, think, oh, like, I love them she she's like not a good person but like i think she's she deserves one. better 
Okay, so I... here's the thing. Okay. I think recap time. Recap okay. time. Okay. Before we get into Oh, actually, no. Myrtle. I'll get on to if Myrtle had a Facebook after we've done the re- yeah. recap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think we need to make sure everyone's yes. on the same page. Also, yeah. Let's do a little summary. As to who Myrtle is. <laughs> yes. So, uh, what happens in this chapter is uh, Nick and Tom... Tom Tom calls up Nick, I assume. Telephones are invented at some point, And he's like, hey, <laughs> I want you to come meet my person I'm having an affair with. The phone's and a big part like... of last chapter, Graham. <laughs> Sorry? The phone's a big part of last chapter. The phones are definitely <laughs> like real. So much. <laughs> uh, there's no phones. There's just big green lights. They just use semaphore. <laughs> <laughs> they shine the, the green light anyway. in Morse code to, to, to yeah. be like, Tom's having an affair. <laughs> Whatever that is in Morse code. It's quite long. Beep, 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 uh, <laughs> so Tom Morse codes Nick and he's like, hey, come meet, the, come meet this woman who I am having an affair with. And Nick does. Well, they're on a train, actually. That's what it is. And mm. He's like, let's get off this train and you can help me with my affair. He just grabs <laughs> so, him. I want you to meet my girl. Like... <laughs> yeah, I think they've been to lunch, to be fair. Yeah. So Nick so was they, kind they... of trapped. He's, he's, he's a bit tipsy, I think. Well, he certainly says... No, he's not, but Tom, Tom is. Tom is, yeah. Unreliable narrator. He's drunk as a skunk. Mm-hmm. Your honour. Tanked <laughs> up. I thought you missed the phrase. <laughs> That's the one. Sorry? So, so TJ Eckelberg oh, yeah. is TJ Eckelberg is watching all this carefully. Uh, <laughs> don't worry about him. He's Jesus not important. watch your turn uh, based upon this valley of ashes. I'm sorry. We still Glares. Glares TJ Eckelbergy. Burgly. TJ Eckelberg is obviously an entity of the watcher. Uh, <laughs> He's, a, he's an eye guy. I can't he's believe TJ Eckelberg is one of the Ooh, prior baby, iterations of a life boost No! <laughs> Stop! No! No! Did you just... Did I just... No, what what did I just I, I thought I heard a little Lucia swear word, but I wasn't sure. No, I said stop. <laughs> Will it slip past the filters? Just a little one. Who knows? Just a little, a little one. one in the back. So... Anyway, back to my affair. So, Nick is... <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me, Graham. <laughs> Carry on. So, Tom and Nick go to visit uh, the world's worst petrol station. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, Nick does some bad class commentary, and he's like, look at these people doing manual labour. They seem dodgy. Um, yeah. so look at this Italian child. Seems wrong somehow. Specifically Italian. Wait, I don't know. Did I miss this bit? <laughs> Possibly. Wait, wait. Was, this is like page wait, one. Was this, no, wait, wait was this the dust people? Because I thought they were genuinely yes. made of dust. Oh, no. No, they're no, they're people. They're nah. they grey people in their little grey town in their grey cars because everything's grey and depressing. They're just, oh my God. They're just depressed. Grey Italian <laughs> child playing with a grey dog. I thought you were going to say a grey Italian dog. <laughs> An Italian greyhound, if you want. Hey. I love Italian greyhounds. Oh my god, you guys, Nick is an Italian greyhound. Wow. Oh, he's so I sleepy. Thought you were... so... I'm sorry, I thought you were about to say, oh my god, you guys, Nick is totally Italian. I was like, I don't think he is. <laughs> Based on how he's talked about them. Nick can't be racist, he's literally Italian. <laughs> oh my god, stop. And a minor. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not doing this. I'm rehashing the Trump stamps drama on my own. Oh no! <laughs> so Nick and Tom go to pick up uh, Tom's girlfriend from Tom's girlfriend's husband's yep. house, and he's Whoa, just there. That's a sentence. He's like, "Oh, I I see you're here to see it's my like, wife again." Uh, my wife's boyfriend. 
You let me play <laughs> an extra hour on the PS2 today. Like, I love <laughs> Wilson. I think he's great. Same. He's trying his best. I like he's like, when's I my like, car coming back? <laughs> Tom has so showed up one day and, and said to him, hey, I will totally sell you a car one day. Mm. In the meantime, I'm just going to keep coming back to see your wife. He's not going to sell him a car. <laughs> Tom is no. such a resounding penis in this chapter. I wanted to say something worse, but it was more sweary. Yeah. Fair enough. Thank you. Fair enough. Resounding penis so, uh, is good. <laughs> resounding. So the resounding penis and Nick pick up the resounding penis's girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> but then they have to sit in separate bit of the train because no one can know yes, yes. until, except everyone does know and they're very blatant Obviously. about it. Literally everyone knows. Everyone knows, but no one wants to like have to confront the fact that they yeah, know it. Yeah, like Wilson is 100% aware and is like, when are you selling me that car, Tom? Oh, I don't think he's aware. I think he's an idiot. I actually don't think Wilson knows. No, no Wilson, Wilson does, does not know. Um, Everyone else does. No idea. Even that Italian child. Knows. <laughs> I'm going to remind you <laughs> of this in chapter nine. I hate, okay. I hate, Thank you. I hate the thought that like, the, just the thought that like no one has told Wilson like, hey, you know that Tom Buchanan guy? You know how your wife keeps going to New York? <laughs> Uh, to visit her sister bestie i have i hate to tell you this <sighs> to be fair though he does have a whole apartment for her yeah yeah he has this apartment for her in new wow. york and they go there and they invite like the neighbors from the apartment building round the for gays a party. yeah <laughs> all of them and fruits then, <laughs> Uh, Nick gets drunk for what he assures us is only the second time in his life. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this man was on LSD. Like he's out of it, out of it. Like he's he's seeing stuff. He there's a bit in the film where it's like the within and without thing, and he like he pictures himself standing in the street looking up at himself, yeah. which is a, it's a yeah. cool yeah. bit. It is I'm like bit. this guy's high. It's also deeply weird to watch. Mm. There's yeah, so many bits where it's just like ellipsis, yeah, narrative gap, and you're like, okay, I feel like you've had one drink at this point, Nick, but go off. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, uh, anyway, how, I how say... How drunk is this guy? This is why I say that he is <laughs> lying and he is drunk as a skunk. You can't get that drunk off of like one bit of whiskey. See, what I oh, think is that he's, not, he's maybe not that drunk, but he's saying that he's drunk so he can, like, cover up what he's up to. He's like, oh, I was so drunk. I don't know why I was in bed with this naked man at the end. I was oh, no. so drunk for the second time oh, only no. ever. No, no, Nick is very careful to tell us that he was still wearing underwear. Yes, true. Which is obviously so much oh, yes, different. Very different. It's not gay if you wear Nick socks. guy is wearing underwear. He never says what he himself is wearing. He just says, oh this guy the other guy's underwear. I'm not going to lie, this really sounds like, you know, every, like, very Christian couple's, like, excuse of why they totally have not had sex yet. But yeah. we were both wearing mm-hmm. underwear, and our elbows didn't touch, and we only kissed <laughs> not on the mouth, like, okay. It certainly wasn't oh, the mouth, it's, it's, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like the Catholic loophole. Which yeah, I'm not well, not quite. It's the Mormon sure loophole. No, stop! I don't like the Mormon one. No, I don't like the Mormon one. Please, not soaking. Let's not bring back soaking. It's steeping. It's it's not. It was so called that, but I can't say what it's actually called on the podcast. I'm comfortably lost right now. Moving on. Just to jump back in, relating. No, no, jump! No, 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 not jump! Never. Don't jump, Annie. 
I have no idea what's going on at this point. <laughs> don't jump into the morning. Uh, don't jump, no. you have so much to live for. Let me talk about my silly Gatsby take. Fine. Go on, go on. Please do, you know please what? go. Okay, so when he and this, what's his name, McKee, um, mm-hmm. when they get in the lift together and he's like, we should go to go to lunch. Like, where? Anywhere. Okay, when the, the guy running the lift says, like, don't touch the lever, that's a euphemism, right? Yes, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Oh, and he's yeah. like, oh, I didn't know I was touching the lever. Yeah, I didn't know I was touching the lever. <laughs> oh, is that your lever in your pocket? Or are you just pleased to see? <laughs> oh, horrendous. I, I remember in my A-level English class when we were doing Gatsby, um, my English class probably don't listen to this podcast. I hope they don't. Um, they play it to, to learn. Oh, I hope not. Um... To my English teacher, if you're listening to this, hello, and I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but we got to the bit at the end of the chapter, and the like three very heterosexual boys in my class went, "Wait, isn't it gay?" <laughs> <laughs> like almost in unison, and my my teacher just went, "Well, <laughs> not." specifically but also not, you not like, she was like you look at the text and tell me what you think and they all just went this man is gay mm-hmm. um, so... you know what people with the best gay doll are high school straight boys they will pick <laughs> yeah. out the gays they know everything I think it's like a it's just a scattershot approach though if they call everyone gay they will be right sometimes. Mm-hmm. Fair to be fair to be fair they they didn't really call anyone else gay. I remember them thinking that Jordan was maybe a lesbian but also she's a woman with a job in the 1920s. So straight men don't know a lesbian if it hit them in the face. Well, I think Catherine's <laughs> well, a lesbian. <laughs> it's happened. <laughs> I think Catherine's a lesbian. She is absolutely. No, definitely. I live with a girlfriend definitely. in a hotel. Yeah, exactly. And she gay. just sounds amazing. I unfortunately, she sounds great. Because of this book, I do want to like shave my eyebrows off and draw them on really thin, which yes. would not be a good look for me. Uh, no, do it. But please don't do this. I want to do but it. Let's not have that again, please. Let's not, not that go to that. No, tiny eyebrows are coming back, you guys. It's like they no, they're not. Like, no, no, stay no, they away. are. No, if I will it, hard no, enough, tiny eyebrows won't. are genuinely coming back yeah they are mm. it's because graphic line is coming back so people need more eyelid space yeah you need more so eyelid space i have enough eyelid space eyebrows. already which is good but also imagine my power if i had more every day we go stray further from god's light <laughs> and every day we stray closer, closer to, to the flipping 90s mm-hmm. <laughs> and hugh jacobberg watches <laughs> TJ Elkabod's just the, the pervert. Sorry. Every day we stray further towards low rise jeans, and oh, I don't no, think I have the strength. No, no, no. You can pry I don't my have the strength. Jeans out of my cold dead hands. I don't even wear yeah. jeans, and I'm like, no, I just, I just I don't, don't want to like low rise skirts to come back in as well uh... at the same time. To be fair, like all the all the Gen Z kids that are like. 16 or something i say this as also a gen z kid um a gen z like, oh my... not 16 yeah we i i don't know i'm sorry 16 year olds um I'm like oh my god skinny jeans aren't cool anymore and i'm like 
I'm gonna throw rocks at your window. I don't care. Yeah, but if they Get start out. getting into like bootcut jeans, I'll be like, guys, you're just making the same mistakes. No, we they did. have. Oh, but they have. I used they to have, have a pair of those. Oh, I, yeah, have guys, I, really I wore them with cowboy boots. Flares. I do <laughs> love, I love flares, flares though. No, no, flares. Flares are different. Flares are actually making a decision. Flares are like flares are making a decision about the cut. Bootcut jeans are just a cut of like convenience, but they look bad. Bootcut jeans are too scared to be flares. Bootcut yeah, jeans exactly. are supposed to wear them over cowboy you're boots right. because you're ashamed that you own them, which is rude to your cowboy boots. <laughs> if you wear skinny jeans, you can yeah. you can exhibit the cowboy boots. Exactly. A boot yeah. cut is a flare that's too afraid to come out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm that's why right. I have another cut. point about Mr. McKee. Um, okay. Oh, let's go. <laughs> so, our our photographer friend... Um, so back when I was in school and I had my mm-hmm. copy of The Great Gatsby that I carried around with me, it was I can't <laughs> I think I talked that about this. That was a word time. picture. Yeah, you talked about this last time. Um, yeah. You did. It was so, still funny. <laughs> because it was my sister's copy that she used for her A level, so it was absolutely full of her annotations. And most of them were like really intellectual like stuff that like analysis she'd been told in class, like um I can't think of any smart terms right now, but you get what I mean. Um, Semantics. Yeah, like the decline like of the American stuff. dream. Yeah. And then mm. the, yeah. the part that... That declined? Oh, but the see. part where... Mrs. All my American McKee... dreams gone. <laughs> yeah, Let Annie speak. Let Annie finish. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the part where Mrs. McKee says, oh, my husband's taken over 127 photos of me. My sister had just underlined it and written next to it, Dear God. <laughs> <laughs> also, parallels to the bit in Dorian Gray where Lord Henry's like, I own this many portraits of Dorian. It's like, Lord Henry, that's weird. Like, that is so weird. It's, it's it's weird to think that, like, okay, he has 127 photos of his wife. Like, that's weird. But also, if you think about how long photos took to take back then <laughs> yeah. and how expensive they were. Yeah, like, having 127 photos of your partner now isn't... Knowing the exact number is a bit strange. Mm -hmm. Um, You know what? Like, We love a bisexual wife guy. That's true. He has (laughs) high wife energy. No, he's bi. He's bi. He's the bi. He's the bi bi wife in this (laughs) family. Mr. McKee is the bi wife. Yeah. I like his nasty wife. She's fun. (laughs) Yeah, she's she's they fun. are definitely she's they're horrible apparently. That's it. Yeah, but she's handsome, which means I like her. She's handsome yeah. and horrible. And also, oh, that sounds great. I'm sorry. She sounds so combo. fun to go go for a drink with. She's so mm. fun, and she is just full of rumors. She's like Daisy's a Catholic, and Nick's immediately like Daisy was not like, a Catholic. I love that. No, I love that bit <laughs> so much because it really does just drive home what a resounding penis Tom is. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's my favorite. Like every every chapter has this Nick moment so far mm-hmm. where the voice is so funny. Like last time it was, and I am not a flower, and this time it's Daisy's <laughs> not, not a Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> So do you mm-hmm. think yeah. that, because obviously, yeah, she's not a Catholic. Do you think that um, Tom told Myrtle that as a reason why he's not going to leave his wife? Or do you think Myrtle told her sister that to be as like an excuse to like cover up? I think like, Myrtle. Oh, I think Tom yeah. told her that. 
I think Tom. It depends how smart you think Tom but is. Cause... If you think about later in the chapter where he like breaks her nose because she says mm-hmm. Daisy's name, I assume he's yeah. not being like, "Yeah, I'm gonna leave my wife." He's like, "Leave my wife out of it." Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it made me mm. think like, "Oh, maybe she's like Im- embarrassed about mm. like knowing yeah. full well that he's not gonna leave his wife." That's what I think. But I think oh, okay, yeah. true, because mm. she owns the fact that like they have this relationship, but only you're right actually because she only she wants to do that in. But she's always saying that they will get mm. together. They'll run off together or whatever. Mm. Um, so yeah, maybe you're. No, right. I think it's. I think it's the reverse. I think she said to Tom, like, "Why don't we just divorce our, our respective spouses and run away together, and then we can live in Europe for a bit, no, in the West for a bit." The, the West. West. Um, Into the West. I don't know what's West in America. Minnesota. Like, most of it depends where Question you start. Mark- yeah, they're in New York, right? Like most of it's West. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. So they're going to, yeah, everything is west of Probably New California York. They're going time. to San Diego. Anyway, so they're just going to move west for a bit. And I think he said to her, like, don't be such an idiot. My wife's Catholic. I can never divorce her. Because then it's like, one, he gets sympathy for being, like, trapped with his brutal wife or whatever. So then she's like, oh, I feel so bad. I can't possibly ask more from him. And then also he gets to be like, stop having your dreamy dreams. It's never going to happen. My wife's Catholic. You know? Like, Tom, mm. Tom's so annoying in this chapter i hate him so much like when mr wilson is like hey there tom my entire livelihood depends on that car you're gonna give me and he's like there ain't no car my man is working on it like (laughs) like that's just he's and then he just threatens him he's like why don't i take my business elsewhere like if you think that he's not doing that in his relationships as well that's true. And being like, yeah. if you hassle me one more, one more time about my wife, my Catholic wife, mm. I'll take my business elsewhere. And by my business, I mean my penis. Okay? Like, I don't <laughs> This is definitely like the anti Tom chapter. And money. Right? Like, this, this whole chapter, I think, exists to point out, like, Tom yeah. sucks. Tom sucks so yeah. bad. Yeah. yeah. Also, I like Because it starts from him, like, having his hey, affair and goes through to I, him doing violence. May I raise a point? Mm-hmm. Um. Mm. Mm. I don't think this is the chapter that we realised that Tom sucks. Oh, yeah, last yeah. I like to think the start. rampant eugenics and racism was like, wow, he yeah. really does suck. And now the violence is like, yeah, yeah, sure, he does suck. Every and chapter is an anti-Tom chapter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, this, this chapter is like, Tom is a bad person in sort of a very like everyday way as mm. well. Because obviously like the eugenics of the first chapter is like, horrifying and like most people i hope would be against eugenics obviously please um but like this like him in this chapter there will probably probably um be at least one thing he does that reminds that reminds people of like someone Mm. they've known Mm -hmm. so it's sort of like tom is like obviously tom is a horrible person he's racist he believes in eugenics all of that but also like he Mm-hmm. doesn't seem to like his wife um he's not very nice to his girlfriend um mm-hmm. he literally breaks her nose in mm-hmm. yeah. as yeah. well, mm-hmm. which is horrifying yeah. um nick's description of that bit is really good as yeah. well um because yeah. it's it's very chaotic yeah. which mm. is correct mm-hmm. um and you know tom doesn't really get like particularly humanized in this chapter either which is good because he shouldn't be because he's a horrible mm-hmm. person you know it's interesting though the kind of 
way that they romanticize him like her sister says tom's the first sweetie she's ever had and then mm. myrtle talks about wilson mm, like i married weird. him because i thought he was a gentleman but he wasn't a gentleman kind of implying that tom is and that's why she's now with tom mm-hmm. and she wants this like i think it's just because he's rich it, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, she likes yeah. him because of the, yeah. the money with that, that. Yeah. like everything about myrtle just being like everything was like aesthetic over everything like money over everything like oh i'm mm-hmm. gonna make a list of all the things i want to buy because i i can now because i'm with Tom. yeah um yeah and buying a dog as if it's a piece of furniture just for the yeah. apartment because mm. it's kind of like the dog puppy. is the proximity to that like white picket fence and a dog thing except she gets the dog and then it's like cool i have a dog now it goes in yeah. the house <laughs> yeah and then yeah. it's just really sad <laughs> Yeah, had, just very okay, careless. I would like to circle back to the dog in a f- for a fun bit, but I think also I obviously we're talking about like Myrtle and Tom. I think one of the things that really gets me about Tom is that he is fundamentally a bad person, but he doesn't like being reminded that he's a bad person. He gets really angry and violent. Mm. So like with Mr. Wilson, when he's reminded that actually he's lying to him and he's never going to give him a car he gets really angry and violent towards him and then threatens him. And then, obviously, the conversation or argument that him and Myrtle are having, I wouldn't doubt that that's, like, not the first time they've ever had that conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, when she's screaming Daisy's name at him and being like, why shouldn't I say it? Um, mm-hmm. Like, I assume it's one of those hiss things where he's like, don't say her name here. And she's mm-hmm. like, well, why can't I mention that you have a wife? Why can't I mention that, actually, we're having an affair I'm. I want to leave my husband for you, and you should want. I mean, maybe that's. Impl- I'm. I'm implying a bit too much on Myrtle's end here, but you know, she's implying that he should want to leave his wife completely for her. And mm-hmm. the minute he's re- he's kind of reminded of the fact that actually, no, he's not pulling this poor like starry eyed. I'm going to call her a girl. Obviously, she is a woman. You know, she is. She, we know definitively by Nick's description that Myrtle is a woman. But mm, um, you know, he's like, flesh. yeah, she's she's a curvy lady, and I love her. And so he's like, oh, I'm pulling this like starry-eyed girl out of poverty. Oh, without me, she never would have got her choice of taxis because she picks one based on the color. And you know, she wouldn't have never got a little puppy. And she'd never have this nice apartment and all these swish clothes so she can go like, ah, what, this old thing? I just threw it on this afternoon. I don't know why I'm making everyone in this talk like this, but they do. Liv, I deeply think you should do the audio like, book oh, and include all your crazy little crazy old thing. <laughs> Thank you. I just put it on when I don't care what I look like. like. I just put it on when I don't care what I look like. Uh-huh, I'll Ooh, let you crazy thing. Like, this whole crazy thing. But she, and, oh but, you know, the minute that he's reminded that actually he's not a good person for giving this woman all this money because it's the it's the basis of his affair. He's like, nope, don't tell me mm. that, punch. Mm-hmm. He's a nasty, nasty man. I don't like him very much. Liv. Yes. <laughs> Your Myrtle voice sounds like Blanche from Streetcar. <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> Very good. Jeez, that is that is Blanche de Bois. I tremble for you. I tremble. I tremble. I tremble for you. Specifically, the Gillian Anderson. Yeah, yes, literally. I will. Maybe one day I'll play Blanche in a streetcar named Desire, and it'll be wonderful. I'll play the cool. car. <laughs> beep beep. <laughs> It's the titular role. <laughs> oh no. Oh, I actually no. did play part of a car in a play once. <laughs> I was in a very weird production of like a very 
shortened, please abridged please version of Greece. No, it was thirty nine <laughs> steps. Oh, <laughs> and I, okay. I played, I played the German spy. I played <laughs> excellent. Uh, the arm of an armchair. I played the <laughs> luggage rack on a train. I played the window of the same train. Um, oh. I did have to run from one place to another become, to become a window, like on stage. Um, she I has was... the range. <laughs> I was a sheep. I was a sheep at one point. Um, oh. <coughs> Theatre. And I, I was. Um, we all played the car, but I was specifically the right side wheel and windscreen wiper this this sounds like some weird physical Obsessed theater stuff for you. yeah it was very funny because they were like they were driving the car which was people um and then they Excellent. said oh no there's sheep in the road and then the car just kind of dissolved into sheep and, all became sheep. <laughs> and they were just standing oh, there was... like yeah let's That's... leave the car behind was that play That's written by cool. Nick in this chapter? <laughs> because it doesn't make any sense. It's what it felt like. <laughs> I love it. Also, when I was the arm of an armchair in that play, sorry, uh, but yeah, um, I there was like the girl playing the lead actor um, was like asleep in the armchair, and she was leaning her, her full weight on my arms, which I was just like holding out in front oh. of me. It hurt so much. <laughs> I am not surprised. Physical theatre is weird, man. Yeah, like, it is. It it's sure such is. an experience, possibly derogatory. <laughs> oh yeah, it wasn't I, good. Like, I need look, to, I, I need to stress, it was not good. I I can't remember exactly what play it was during GCSE. It wasn't my final piece. It was physical theatre, but it was something that I did in drama GCSE that should not have been physical theatre. And my drama teacher was like, we're going to do this now. We also but did it's that. physical um, theatre. Did... And the whole class just went, no. <laughs> we did a series of plays about Pinochet and Chile in physical theatre where we were in GCSE oh, and they wow. were all bad. <laughs> my my drama teacher tried to make us do something about 9-11. It was weird. We refused. Mm. Oh, no. <laughs> did your just... drama teachers ever ask you to play three seconds to make me? Like no. 30 seconds to make me? No. No. Our drama teacher used to stand in the middle of the room and go, You have 30 seconds to make me. And then he would name something and then we'd have to like make it with our bodies. Oh, oh my god, that's weird. You didn't have to make I know the kind of thing something. you mean, yeah. We, we did a really weird play about like mental health and getting institutionalized, so that's mm. fun. I'm it's sure everyone's done. Of... I think everyone does that at GCSE, a sort of. Social media, no drugs, bad yeah. teen oh, no, pregnancy. No, was... Whoa! <laughs> You're quoting that one TikTok, aren't you? Um, <laughs> no, ours, ours was like legitimately really messed up and weird. It was actually a published play. Mm. Um, it's called Find Me. If any of our readers that are over eighteen want to read it, because I should not have been reading that when I was fifteen. Um, it's it's strange and quite traumatizing so that's fun that was an experience i feel like we could spend like three hours just talking about various plays we've done so and we <laughs> yeah we could <laughs> <laughs> that's the rest of this podcast guys there's no more book club i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> next four episodes are d- devoted to us talking about drama back to gatsby <laughs> oh, we, we still have the, the gatsby chapters but every time it's the book club we just pick up where we left off <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it <laughs> 
that's it. That's the podcast now. Very <laughs> sorry, Lucius. <laughs> start one small podcast. question: Was yeah. that play about someone who set a chair on fire, uh, and then she probably... was institutionalized because Ooh, she set yeah, a chair on I... fire? Yeah, I think so. I think I, I, think rem- he, um... I vaguely remember this. Not not to like spoil it for everyone, but um, also it's. It, it's literally just it's a very short play um i think at the end there's a little blurb about like and she was in like basically left in an institution for the rest of her life and it's like oh cool 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 cool, cool. that is a child <laughs> anyway yeah. sorry to derail we, yeah sorry to derail we also did some stuff about lizzie borden so that was fun <laughs> can i change the subject to a really happy one yeah. yeah. I want to talk about dogs for a bit. Hello, I'm Liv. I like dogs. Um, Right. I would like to take a group <laughs> poll and say, do any of you actually know what an Airedale Terrier looks like? No. Yes. I'm no. sending one to the group no. chat right now. Ooh. We will okay, tweet it. We'll awesome. tweet the Airedale Terrier so everyone can see it. Oh, it's so cute. Oh, they are so cute. They are so cute. It's incredibly they fluffy. They are very fluffy little babies Aww. and they got the most magnificent little moustaches. I will send a side profile now, actually, because they are rather oh, magnificent. Do. How long is um, he? He's a, me- he's a medium-large dog. Um, I'd say, like, smaller than, like, a Labradoodle. Um, but they... That's the same picture. That's the same picture. Yeah, bigger than, like, a Labradoodle. Yeah, like, so, like, he's mini... He's mini- he's, so he's schnauzer-shaped, but bigger than a schnauzer. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. They're very cute. They need, like, a lot of exercise, obviously, because they're terriers. They're very friendly. They, like, um, you know, very, very energetic. I think they're really cute dogs. Um, I like them a lot. Too bad he's going to be put in an apartment and left there. (laughs) Yes, I'm very upset for this dog because, actually, they need, like, a lot of walking. They have a lot of energy. Otherwise, like a lot of terriers, they do get a little destructive if they don't have a way to get their energy out. So that entire furniture, all the furniture in that apartment, gone. That dog's going to eat them. They are going to lose their deposit so much. But yeah, they are really cute. And they have cute Can we talk feet. about how the dog is a dog? And then Tom's like, no, that dog is a bitch because I've decided it is. And the dog still is like, <laughs> it is not. And Tom's like, yeah, no, like, that's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. funny, Tom, because it's going to hump all your things. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> I mean, there's two ways to read it, right? It's either that the, it's just a basic thing of like implying the guy saying the dog doesn't know or care about the dogs mm-hmm. at all. Because uh, he's obviously lying about the breed, or it's, it is that Tom is like, no, I must ca- contradict this other yeah, man. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think I he's right. like, no, be I'm it. right because I decided, and so that's what's happened. Yeah. I, I... Why don't they just like look at the dog? Right. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit yeah. easy to tell with dogs. You know, you just have a. Does it have a bit? Just a reality denying from Tom. He's like, nope. <laughs> I I did like when he was like, oh, that'll be ten dollars, and Tom pays him and says, go, here, go buy ten more dogs. <laughs> Probably true, yeah. to be fair. Yeah. This man is a very dodgy pet salesman. At the side I of the really room. like that he sells them like a guy with ice cream or popcorn at us. Um, <laughs> yeah. Get your dogs. Get, get your, your dogs, dogs here. I don't like that Myrtle was like, I want a police dog and gets this. <laughs> yeah, well, it's the <laughs> police dog color. Yeah, the same color, the same color scheme dog. as a German Shepherd, but absolutely not a German Shepherd. In fact, I'd say they are the anti-German Shepherd. They're like they are very <laughs> fluffy wire hairs. Mm. They have teeny tiny little baby ears, teeny tiny little tails, but very long legs and tiny baby paws. <laughs> like, I feel like if it was a puppy size and you know nothing about dogs except police dogs of that color, right. 
You could probably convince Merzel. I need to look up puppies like, of them yeah. right now. But but also, <laughs> we go. like, it isn't one of these. It just probably has part of this in its genetics somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I think he, yeah. Nick says one was involved. Yeah. It's just some guy. so cute, you guys. Drop the pics. Drop the pics. This is good audio oh content. God. Yeah, welcome yeah, to Yeah, this is great audio content. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, uh, I'm sorry. People listening along. Go, go Google we can stuff, tweet it. It's fine. <laughs> we'll tweet a yeah, nice collage follow us of this. Storybrook Pod. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will. I promise. That if everyone you go needs to, to see Twitter, then it's now an ARG technically. Oh. Exactly. Our Twitter is at Storybrook Pod. The, the ARG continues into season two. <laughs> I'm gonna make uh, some <laughs> codes. Get some <laughs> backwards audio up on, on there. <laughs> I'm going to turn oh everyone into an analog horror nightmare. Just like stretch yeah. your eyeballs oh, yeah. out real wide. Okay, I've, oh, got, yeah, I've sent it. a rain. They look the same, the but same smaller. smaller. That's the same dog. That is, same unfortunately, dog. Graham, <laughs> that is typically what puppies are. They're just yeah. the dog, but <laughs> No, it's small. not. Often they are much different yeah, proportions. When, ba- when, um, when they have a schnauzer puppy, they don't look like schnauzers. Their ears look normal oh, when they're puppies, I, though. They, yeah. Their like, ears say the same size between puppy and adult. Normal, it's like a normal dog, but small, which is unusual for him. the puppy. To be honest, it will depend how old the puppy is, because, you know, True. I'm not going to, uh, not to denigrate the salesman, but I do not think that he has let, waited until the puppies are at least eight weeks old and weaned successfully off their mothers. I don't no, think he's oh, done probably that. Not. Yeah, That's eight weeks in dog. No. They were, like, new or something? There was some word Yeah, so if they're, they're like, tiny they're babies... Mm. Which means that dog immediately peed. Oh yeah, that dog car. is pissing everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Straight up. That dog is also possibly blind. Possibly b- blind. Probably hasn't opened its eyes yet. Um, and is mm. immediately Good. just getting so much smoke inhalation. Because they actually, said like, you be can't fair. actually yeah. see through that room. Whilst the, the dog serial isn't ethical, I feel like he would know that like teeny tiny, like very, very small dogs that like haven't even opened their eyes yet. I don't feel like those sell well. The puppies that sell well are the ener- the energetic little ones that like poke the little heads out of the mm. basket and can go meep, 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 and people. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's the cutest dog I've ever seen. I'll buy it for $10. Little babies. Little baby. Oh God, I want a dog so bad. Oh, I'm just looking oh, at no. pictures of all of these puppies. Oh my God. <laughs> No. Quick look away. Got cute little eyes. Stop looking no. at the puppies. I'm not going to get a dog because I cannot afford to have a dog right now and I don't have enough time to give them the attention and love that they deserve. So. Mm, that's a good policy. Yeah. Once I, you know, one yeah. day I'd really love to get a dog once I have like, you know, like a flat of my own or whatever near a big green space where I can like reasonably take them on walks like every day. And they'll be all good, and it'll be way easier to potty train them because I don't actually know how anyone owns a dog in a city and like reasonably potty trains it because like, oh my yeah. gosh, when the we have dogs, is my you dog can just one. get one and then put it in an apartment like it's furniture, and it can just <laughs> hang out. Yeah, <laughs> you can just hang out with it. I was just thinking back to when we we house trained my I have my family has a dog called Bertie. Yes, he's the best boy in the whole universe. He is um, the best. I will boy. also tweet a picture of him, and he. When we were puppy training him, we were really lucky because we had a big garden, but we would literally have to pick him up like every 15 minutes and just take him outside. So he never thought like, ah, I can just pee in the house. It was like, outdoors is for bathrooms. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I 
Yeah. See, I was just thinking about this. I could technically own a dog. I live very oh near gosh. a park and have a garden. But also, money. Many monies. Yeah. They need lots of care. More expensive than you think. They are so expensive. The vet bills that will inevitably come yeah. up. Yeah. You have to get microchipped. Yeah. I already take myself on like three. I, I take myself on like three walks a day. So. Yeah. It would get plenty of exercise. It would. But. Yeah. The dog but can't come in silly little meat. coffee shops with you, though, so, you know. <laughs> I, I want um, to know who's going to look after Myrtle's dog. When, like, no one. She doesn't no, no one is. <laughs> her sister. It's going to peel over no, that her sister's, oh, yeah. uh, her sister's adopting it. I've written this in my mind. Okay. I can't think about what would happen if they just left the puppy in that apartment. Her sister like and her girlfriend it. are adopting yeah. that. And, they're, and the dog's going to have a wonderful time in that hotel. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. And, no. all and going to Monte Carlo. Yeah, and going <laughs> exactly. Gambling. Going in Europe. I love that they do the American thing of just saying they've gone to Europe. They say gone yeah. to Europe. Like it's a country. <laughs> like, where? The where? entire continent of Europe. <laughs> tick it. Tick that box off. Like, Europe. you want to specify, it, Queen? Maybe? <laughs> I mean, they do say Monte Carlo, mm-hmm. but they also say, oh, you like Europe? I'm like, uh, well. Uh, I don't like all of it. I've heard the UK is a bit awful. Oh, but we're not in Europe anymore, bestie. We are, we're, we're, we are in the physical yeah. country the of Europe, Europe, but we are no longer in the yeah. European Union, unfortunately. But we're not, I am we're not part clinging of the continent. To... Well, we, we are part of the continent. Yeah, we are. We're just I'm not part, part of the, of the European continent. Union, which is a political kind of like. Mm. Uh, yeah. My brain went a friendship. Union. Yeah, it's a union. <laughs> <laughs> political <laughs> friendship. <laughs> friendship ended with the EU. <laughs> Now my best friend is no one. Now slippering economic decline is my best friend. (laughs) Oh, don't remind me. I like that I said slippering there, implying that we're we're going into economic decline wearing slippers. Slippering from my fingers. You might as well be relaxed. I want to know, is that what you call wearing slippers? Slippering? Slippering around. Slippering up. Time to slipper up. That's what Graham calls wearing (laughs) slippers, apparently. Yep, that's me. I'm slippering right now. You just can't see it. Oh, we can be slipper buddies. For slippering, we can slipper together. I have slippers that are in the shape of Pomeranians. Of course, of course you do. That is amazing. Yep. I think you should put them on, Meg. I'm not putting on loose shoes. Yeah, I feel like that's disrespectful. Do you want to feel tall, Meg? Put on my shoes. <laughs> I'm not that much shorter than you. Listener, live lives in Demonius. I do. I wear platforms all the time, and uh, also Meg is short. Heights <laughs> but Meg and I do have the same shoe size. So if she ever we wanted do. to borrow my Demonius, I'd allow to it. be really tall. Like a do you think Gatsby person. would wear so Demonius? Tall. I think he should. <laughs> we're we get we're getting little little drips of, of lore about people in podcasts now, this is yeah. it. Which Gatsby character is most likely to wear demonias? Jordan. Jordan would wear demonias to be a tall masculine no, woman. Yeah. Daisy... Yeah. Okay, so Daisy would specifically wear the pair of demonias which are the, I love them, so they're, um, I can't remember what the exact style that they're called but I know that they're based off their camel model of shoes and they are knee high fluffy snow boot style demonias they are really really cool I love them a lot they come in camel coloured white and pink and I just think they look so cool Uh, how would she be so teeny tiny 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 child woman 
<laughs> Actually, either that or she would wear the. Pl- so they do have they do have um, Mary Jane style platforms. They also have like nice. Mary Jane style like wedge platforms as well. So maybe Daisy would wear those also. Mm. Mm. I I think that mm. Myrtle wears those really expensive Uggs. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Can I say if Myrtle yep. had a Facebook page? Mm-hmm. I'm going back to yeah. Go on. Go on. Check, yeah, check on Facebook topic. page. Yes, yes, I check yes. off Facebook page. Right. So if Myrtle had a Facebook page, because she is a girl boss, I truly believe that she would just like repost those pictures of Marilyn Monroe that have a quote on oh. that Marilyn Monroe definitely didn't say. <laughs> no, Myrtle has a Pinterest, 100. percent Yes. What's on Myrtle's Pinterest? Everything. Oh, she, she's like got very little organized houses boards of like and... dream life kind yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. Quotes over the Empire State yeah. Building. <laughs> mm-hmm. She has a private, private, um, she has a private board that is shared with her sister. Um, and it's just called like Mine and Tom's Wedding. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. extensively mm-hmm. planning oh. for it. Yeah. So a little bit crazy. I think as far as if we're talking aesthetics, I think Myrtle is um I think she wants to be like a Tumblr artsy girl. But I think she oh. more looks like what I did when I was on Tumblr in 2014, which was just a little bit cringe. <laughs> but she's trying real hard. The description of her and how, like, the off vibes of Nick's description of her. Like, yep. oh, she carries mm. her flesh so nicely, but she is not beautiful, even a bit. She but carries there's vitality her flesh. about her. <laughs> I feel like Nick did find did think she was like attractive but didn't want to say yeah yeah because yeah he was like oh i I feel obliged to think this person is yeah Yeah, right it's like a class thing he's like oh i can't possibly find this person look how curvaceous and beautiful she is she's she must be she's full of life and curvy but ew i i think there was like a i like his description of um i'm sorry i was gonna say i think there's like a purposeful like very juxta sorry a very juxtaposition um between very juxtaposition <laughs> between Myrtle and Daisy like they're described like almost yeah mm-hmm. yeah you're right actually I hadn't thought of that funny thing as well with Nick being like Myrtle is not attractive like I swear mm. um he he's kind of making it look like Tom has really bad taste in women which I find incredibly <laughs> yeah. funny I think that is funny yeah. I think women yeah. have bad taste in Tom <laughs> yeah no women have yep um but like nick being like oh yeah she she looks all right i guess it's fine yeah. and like if nick could hear this he'd be like seething <laughs> like are you saying i have bad taste in women and nick's like yep yeah <laughs> you made mis- you made choices those were choices <laughs> It's very intentional, isn't it? Because she's wearing the like the cream coloured chiffon, which is like not mm. white, white, pure white, like Daisy in her beautiful light chiffon and silk. Mm-hmm. It's like this kind yeah. of like, she will never be like she's like this off white, you know, like she's not as pure of, as like, colour theory. Yeah. yeah. She also changes uh. clothes twice. Yeah. Girl boss. Yeah. So she's <laughs> very girl boss with her. Van- vanity. She's so vain. Uh no, mm. she is a girl boss who has yeah. a Absolutely, she likes the the life though, right? Oh yeah, she's she's showing off Tom's money, yeah, which is completely understandable. Go girl boss, but like it's it's something she's never had. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. She's like that. I think that's why Daisy is described as like 
you know, she's sort of very like ethereal and everything, but she's also fairly understated. Like mm. she doesn't, mm. you know, she's not she described. Yeah, exactly. Mm. She knows that she's rich. Mm. Yeah. So she doesn't try. Whereas Myrtle's like showing off everything, mm. yeah. which is, you mm. know, which is, which is fair. Mm. Do you think Understandable. Go think off, Queen. That's also like kind of a dichotomy in their body types. Now, obviously, like because Daisy is obviously well. like very small and thin, and like mm. you know, she. I'm I'm gonna assume that she fits the flapper style of the time, which is when um yeah. androgyny yeah. was really big for women. So being very slight, very slim, basically no curves whatsoever. Um, whereas Myrtle is described as you know being like voluptuous buxom. shall we say buxom excellent mm-hmm. word buxom very fish anyway well. um well, yeah, she fits the, yeah. the body yeah. kind of the the body quote-unquote ideals of about 30 years before yeah mm-hmm. which if you think yes, about that Tom is also true being old-fashioned in terms of his horrible mm. horrible beliefs mm. you can see Ooh, that yeah, kind of interesting him being an old-fashioned guy and, and obviously yeah body types there is no i mean there is obviously like ideals and whatever change over time mm. there is no one idealized body type or there should not mm. be because yeah. yes body diversity That's is very stupid. good um mm-hmm. however at that time like Liv said androgyny and being very very slim with virtually no curves was the body ideal mm. of the 20s mm-hmm. whereas if we mm. go back into like the 1890s the 1880s mm. you were looking at that more kind of like buxom figure mm. does that make sense yeah. i think it's also interesting that he's chosen to marry someone that fits the ideals of the time like if he has daisy for a wife obviously everyone's like oh look at your beautiful wife isn't she fashionable i mean obviously people aren't saying that directly that would be a very odd thing to say but you know what i mean like he's marrying into the ideals of the time but what he wants to hide away and what he wants to actually have on the side because obviously i think i mean i can't say because obviously he's buying her all these things but we don't actually see really a moment of affection between the two which is interesting but you know what he's choosing mm. to hide and what he's choosing to i say chase after and desire overall is this body type which is you know rejected by this mainstream and it's not as popular as um daisy's figure and i think that says a lot about tom is that he wants everything like he wants to have he wants to be seen as like an upstanding gentleman and he wants to have like he wants to be special because he's white and he has norse blood or whatever and he but he also wants to have like he wants to go out with this poorer woman um who is you know like who is less worldly than Daisy and doesn't have like any of the background that she has um mm. and yeah I just I, just, I yeah. think it's interesting that Tom mm-hmm. I, I hate Tom sorry but mm-hmm. and yeah correct. there's a nuanced point that this is leading to but I can't quite put it all together yeah. so no, I, I think if someone else could do yeah. that for me <laughs> It's the big, like, question of, like, wealth and, like, what he, like, desires as, like, a status mm. symbol versus what he desires at, like, this, like, carnal level and, like, mm. what he really wants is to live in this, like, liminal space where he's just, like, in his, like, flat and he can do what he wants and he can punch his girlfriend and it's fine because, like, there's no consequences mm. for him there and, like... Yeah, it's mm. it's very much like mm. he wants to be looked up to and desired and, like, when he, like, marries a girl he mm-hmm. kind of loses the power over them that he has in like yeah. being providing for them and like having them having to wait around for him and mm-hmm. and everything like that so 
so like with Daisy, sorry, not with Daisy, with Myrtle, um, it's like purposefully, I don't want to say slumming it because that's classes, but you know, um, the whole thing I think is it, Tom would see it as doing that though, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's just like, so she's like, I guess a step below socially. So like, she's automatically going to like see him as like this ideal, perfect figure mm-hmm. who will save her and stuff. That's the thing. Cause like so amongst his like character. peers, like his class peers, he's not special. He's just a guy that is rich and owns horses. Whereas to the, like the people in like the Valley of the Ashes and like Wilson, and, like the neighbors and everything. He is like Tom, who's this like cool guy and he's so rich. And isn't he like, a lovely man and like he's Myrtle Sweetie and everything which is not who he is in his real life but he likes to be seen as that and he doesn't like to be reminded that that's a bad thing <laughs> hmm. I don't know if it's significant at all but I found it interesting um Daisy and Myrtle are both white flowers mm. you know uh, I guess there's a some kind of purity yeah there. I mean obviously yeah. Myrtle is a much less known flower and you know there are there we go they're fairly like this is just awful. Myrtles are fairly common plants. So yes. are daisies, obviously. But mm-hmm. you know, I just I think maybe it's maybe it's an interesting thing. Maybe yeah. F. Scott Fitzgerald just wanted to have flower names in his book. I don't know, but I think I think it's just interesting. A, it's kind of like a, they're not really full people. They're kind of like objects to be looked at as mm. well. You know what I mean? Like, mm. and it's, like it's yeah. still nice. Like how nice to be compared to a daisy, but like it's nothing real and it's nothing like. No. Actual. <laughs> oh, actually, sorry, just a um, quick note. Myrtle represents um, the community thought of as a symbol of peace and of Eden and of marriage. Is Myrtle. Ooh, Ooh interesting. Ooh. Can I make one final tiny point? Mm. Um, yes, just please. in this chapter, do. I don't know, like, obviously, the big, it's unrelated to this, but I wanted to get it in before we close. The big association with Gatsby is like Gatsby and the green light, but throughout Gatsby, fun fact, the most common thing is yellow. There's so much yellow imagery. Oh. And like, if you've read ahead, you'll know why the yellow imagery like keeps getting like more and more important. But in this, you see it so much, like, so much is described as yellow, notably um, the glasses of T.G. Eckelberg. But it's mm. kind of like this, like, it's not gold, it's like this tarnished richness which is very cool so look out for mm. yellow mentions they're the biggest thing in the book oh. the biggest symbol that's so mm-hmm. cool there's yeah. so many Can so many <laughs> daisy the name means innocence and purity mm. oh. wow and apparently myrtle is about like feminine sexuality oh my there god there you go then but it is also really symbolism <laughs> It is also emblematic of purity in the Virgin Mary, so it's a bit all over the place. Shh, Annie, don't say that oh. bit. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, cut it out. I need to prove our point. Be selective with the facts, Annie. Selective with the facts. Only the right this facts. This book be full of symbols. <laughs> facts don't care about your feelings. I, I've heard that. That's that's what I keep being told. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, well, I guess we'll have to look out for more yellow in the next chapter. Oh, yeah. Catch us next week for that one. Uh, in the meantime, it is goodbye from us. You can find us on the, the Twitters where Liv will be posting pictures of dogs <laughs> at Storybrook Pod. Join our ARG, which is, uh, we're all fictional characters, of course, naturally. Obviously. Uh, I'm playing the role of Graham, and it's been nice to see you this evening. Uh, goodbye from me. Bye. 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 Bye.